Welcome to another edition of Your Insurance Connection Podcast. I'm your host, Grant Finley, joined once again by Chuck Henry, president of CLH Insurance. Uh, Chuck, it's good to see you again. How are you? Good morning. It's a good fall morning, and we're ready for a new podcast. I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's a beautiful day today, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Kind of a break from the norm we've been having lately, but that's it. happy to have it. So today we wanted to dive into a topic that's getting more and more attention, and it's more and more relevant. And there's a lot of confusion around it. So that topic, without further ado, is cyber liability. Uh, You hear that name, you might kind of have an idea of what it's about, but I'm sure there's a lot of gray areas. So can you just unpack what cyber liability is to the best of your ability? Well, cyber just sounds futuristic itself. But cyber means uh, electronic or not tangible, you know. So that's that's where we're we're having to to kind of delve and explore. Uh, I mean, as much as we've heard about it, it's still a relatively new phenomenon uh, that we don't have lots and lots of actuarial data like we have for property that's gone on for decades and decades and maybe centuries. So uh, when we're talking about cyber liability. Uh, That means the protections that we as an insured owe somebody else, whether we we have a house and personally owe somebody or a business, the protections that they owe the public when we're entrusted with their private information. So that's cyber liability, what we owe. Cyber hacking is what happens when somebody comes in and invades our personal space or our business's space uh, through the internet and um, takes from us information that's private to us. So then how would this differ from, I mean, I know we kind of talked about cyber, digital, uh, but how is this different from just like a generic ID theft? I'm sure that's already covered. So if somebody you know steals my identity online digitally, how's that different? Or if they steal my possessions, like a theft of digital assets, uh, whether it's photos or money or whatever it might be, how, how, how are those all different from each other, or are they different from each other? No, it's a great question. ID theft doesn't even have to be cyber-related. ID theft could be because somebody stole our actual credit cards, and uh, so they they can access our personal information that way. And we do have a a little bit of coverage underneath our traditional products, insurance products for that, but most of that's after the fact. We don't have anything for prevention. And even cyber liability is is not necessarily prevention. And then theft of digital assets, that's not protections we owe someone else. That's if somebody gets in, and you hit it pretty well, gets into our bank account, whether we're a business or personally, and they steal our our money or, or our securities or other assets or other private information like pictures, and they do it electronically through the Internet. So they're kind of all interrelated. The problem is traditional insurance products, if we read the language in them, they always protect uh, injury to tangible property. And all policies talk about that. Um, Injury to tangible property and loss of use to tangible property. That's stuff we can touch and feel and everything. And the problem is electronic data is not tangible property. Okay, so I mean, maybe walk me through it a little bit. If I'm John Q. Public, is there a policy out there that I can buy that's going to protect me from, you know, ransomware? Maybe, maybe my computer gets hacked, and now I 
and I can't access it again until I pay these, you know, uh, hackers a, a penalty, a fine, the ransom. Is there something that I can get to protect myself if I am hacked and data is stolen, digital assets are stolen, ransomware, et cetera, or am I kind of on my own? We're kind of in the gray areas now. There are more commercial or business solutions than there are personal solutions. Although there are a few insurance markets out there on the personal line side that are starting to bring cyber liability into their product inventory. But we see more protections, unfortunately, on the commercial side because face it, uh, We've heard statistics that 50 to 60% of commercial businesses have been hacked. And I've also heard that 40 to 50% of other businesses just don't know they've been hacked. Uh, so uh, we know it's widespread there and they have more to lose of our private information. But on the personal side, we have a little, little bit more limited solutions. And so probably prevention, which we can talk about in a moment, is 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 probably the best thing. It's not an insurance product. It's those things that we can do to prevent us from having to use cyber liability. Uh, I think we need to assume that we're going to be hacked. Yeah, yeah. And so on the business side, I, I you kind of touched on it, but I'll just make sure that I'm, I'm clear on it. If I'm a business, and obviously I'm using credit card data and, and personal information, if I, I can get the cyber liability insurance so that if I'm hacked and your information is exposed, that I'm covered by that. Yeah, you can buy you can buy some coverage for the results of that. So let, let's talk a little bit about that, if that's all right. Yeah. Um, what kind of exposure do, does a business have uh, if they get to my personal information that I'm trying to protect of my customers? And there, there are several things that come to mind there. Uh, first of all, there's the third-party losses that we're talking about. When we have to protect other people, we have to notify them. We have to restore, we have to repair their credit. And, you know, we've seen all the big targets, Home Depot, uh, uh, Yahoo, huge, huge there. And we've seen the, the, the largest one here now with Equifax and 143 million files taken. And when they talk about 143 million files or records, that's where we can start to kind of break this down and understand it. That's a huge amount, of mm -hmm. course. And I've heard things thrown out like the average cyber uh, hack is uh, 7 million, or I've heard 1.8 million. I mean, that's really wide varying things. But I think more down to earth for us is per record, because we're not all mega huge 143 million customer right. uh, folks, is breaking it down per file or per record. And we're starting to get better and better data on what that is. The average record that's stolen is going to cost somebody to, to restore it and put it back to where it is, do the investigation, all that, $158. $158 per file. So let's put that in perspective. If I have 1,000 customers, I need $158,000 worth of, mm -hmm. of protection at least. You know, that's the average. Now, if I have HIPAA information, medical information, it's much higher, around $355 per file. And if they just get me, Joe Blow, my records, uh, probably is a, a lot lower, about $80 mm -hmm. per file. So it's, we're starting to be able to, to check this out from the public sector up to uh, medical records and all the industries in between. We find they have different averages there. So that helps us to try to determine 
how much protection do we need to purchase and how much are we going to be liable for? Uh, so that's that's what we have to to look at to see how we protect. So what are some of the uh, the companies that a person or business could go to, to to get some of this protection? Many of our standard companies and our excess surplus lines like Lloyd's in London and, and other markets that will uh, customize the coverages that we need. But there are plenty of standard companies who, who know that their customers need this and have developed good products. Now, for the average uh, retail business, it's pretty uh, obtainable. If we have, if we're big into doing programming or have websites and things like that that we're doing, uh, and we're more into working with software and so forth, we may need broader protection. And if we can't get the limits that we want, that's that's where we have to go to more specialized companies like Hescox or Beasley that can provide it for us. But most of our standard companies can start to give us the minimal uh, coverages. We just need to watch to make sure that they are sufficient. And then real quick, you talked about uh, prevention. Just what are some of those key tips that somebody can can take to uh, to prevent this type of thing happening to them? Well, I had a chance to sit down with Frank Abagnale, the, the real catch-me-if-you-can guy. And he, he says cyber breaches happen because people just, they simply do things they're not supposed to do. They know they're not supposed to open that email. They, they know that looks suspicious. But curiosity gets us and we, we do it. So like we talked about before, you ought to assume that you're going to be hacked. And some of the things that you can do is, first of all, develop a response plan. Do we have all of our information in one place where we can readily get to it, uh, cancel our credit cards, uh, call our insurance people, all of those things? Do we have that in one place? Do we know how we would act? If I'm out of town, does my wife know how to, to handle that if something happens? Uh, second, simple things. Keep our security software up to date. Run those updates. Uh, that's such an easy thing, but it's so hard because we're all so busy running around all over the place. Make sure that our security software is current. When we see something on our email and it's in doubt, delete the thing. Get rid of it. If it's important, they'll, they'll, probably, they'll probably call you again or contact you again. So when in doubt, delete it. And make sure that you're protecting all your devices. And when we think about all our devices, that's our, our, our desktops, our laptops, our iPads, our cell phones, all of those things, but even anything that is run by the Internet. So our Echoes, our refrigerators, our thermostats, all of those things, if they're connected to the Internet, we need to put protections uh, on there. And that means firewalls, that means router protection and software to protect those types of things. If you use USBs or uh, thumb drives, plug and scan it first. Make sure you've got software that will scan it first before you use it. Certainly consider cyber insurance if it's available to you. And uh, beyond the internet, be safe with your credit cards. Uh, watch, watch how you use them. Uh, Look, we've seen several cases where at, at gas stations where people are, are uh, copying them and they're, uh, they're putting them into uh, readers, uh, scan readers. Uh, look, look at what you're putting your credit card into at retail and gas places. Is it, is it look different? Ask about it. And then uh, for businesses and for personal, encrypt. 
uh, sensitive files. We can get software and hardware now that does that more easily. It's pretty affordable. And if it's important, encrypt it. So if it's stolen, all they're getting is an encrypted file that they can't take care of. So those are a few things that we can do on a very uh, basic level to take care of it. Not all insurance related, uh, but certainly insurance is available. A lot of great stuff there, Chuck. I think there's a lot here. And as we touched on in the beginning of the show, uh, it's only going to get more and more important. So if anybody out there has any questions, uh, whether if you're just trying to you know, expand on anything we talked about here today or you're going into business and you need this protection, like Chuck said, we've got a number of companies who can help. So feel free to give us a call and we'd be happy to talk with you. Unless you got anything else, Chuck, I think we'll wrap it up there. I think that's got it. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Your Insurance Connection podcast can be heard on iTunes and Stitcher or by visiting clhins.com forward slash content forward slash podcast. If you liked what you've heard, you can support this podcast by rating and or sharing it on your social platforms. CLH Insurance is a trusted choice, independent agency servicing Missouri, Kansas, and Illinois. For more information on CLH Insurance, visit clhins.com or call 636-391-0700 to speak with an agent. Until we connect again, thanks for listening.